Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Austin with Sports for All Talk Show. Sports, the number four all talk show. Coming to you live from beautiful Melbourne, Florida. If you didn't catch the previous podcast, I moved across country. It's been a crazy year. Whole life did a 180. But one thing that did not change is my love for sports, both NFL and NBA. And even better, as I mentioned, again, check my previous podcast. But my new roommate, huge sports fan, his name's Sawyer. He's on the mic and he's live with us right now. We're going to go over a recap of the NFL games of week two. Sawyer, introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm Sawyer. I'm uh, Austin's roommate, having a great time uh, learning about sports and just uh, con- continue to develop love for that. So that'll be a great time, great podcast. Awesome. Well, let's deep dive into it. We got our games of week two. I'm going to try to go from the first game, hopefully, if it pops up here. So our first game, we actually saw that game. That was that was a fun one. I'll let you mainly take the reins on that. Sawyer, uh, full disclosure, he's a diehard Charger fan. I don't blame him. You know, it's L.A. They, they did break the San Diego hearts, but, you know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. But he gives non-biased takes, which is really nice, except for when his Chargers play. Don't ever <laughs> talk crap on his Chargers, okay? But anyway, I'll let, I'll let Sawyer deep dive on the Charger game. What did you think about it? Amen to that. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I'll try to be as unbiased as possible, but, you know, uh, the heart wants what the heart wants. Uh, I thought it was a great game. I was a little upset with how it ended, obviously, but I was excited for uh, everything involved. I was excited. It was it was great. The whole game was competitive down to the end. I, I A lot of things that I was worried about Chargers coming into the season, were they going to be tough and were they going to be uh, someone that looks that – people wouldn't want to bully and it looks like their defense held firm held the Chiefs to only 19 points on offense you know the pick six doesn't really count for the offense but so I thought their defense looks amazing I think uh, their running game looks good before the offensive line got hurt but I think that's uh, most important for a running game is the offensive line and once you loosen that up then uh, then floodgates open up but Overall, I uh, I was happy with how the Chargers played. You know, the line was four points, and they held it to a three-point game. So, um, at Arrowhead on a short week, and I think um, looking looking forward, it's an exciting time. Very exciting. And, I mean, you got well, who I call the golden boy. I don't know his exact nickname, <laughs> but Justin Herbert, he's everybody's favorite now. And if you didn't love him before, you're going to love him now. MVP stats, he's producing. Let's call it what it is. I mean... Honestly, what if I told you, Sawyer, would you rather have 235 yards, two TDs, or would you rather have 334 yards, three TDs? Yes, you did do a pick, but you're out there slinging it. Uh, I'm, I'm watching for the slinging all day, every yeah. day. Yeah, and I mean, he's just exciting to watch. He's a ticket master waiting to happen. He, he reminds me of Philip the way he slings it, but I feel like he's smarter than Philip in, in ways, and... He doesn't make as much mistakes, which sounds crazy because people have Philip as borderline Hall of Famer, or some people have him as a Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. has the statistics to prove it, but I mean, your guys' future is so bright. You got Austin Eckler. Yes, he didn't have a great game, 2.8 yards of carry, but you know that, the Chiefs' defense is pretty good. Um, the fact that you guys put up 24 points, honestly, you guys are killing it. Uh, both with Week One, Week Two. I mean, there's no such thing as like. A 
moral loss, but I really feel like that's a moral loss. Uh, you guys were in the game the whole game. I feel like, you know, any given day, you guys go up against the Chiefs, you're one of the best teams to go up against them. So, um, Mike Williams, he's balling out. Keenan Allen, he was out with a hamstring. Yep, yep, a hamstring injury. So, I mean, if you were to have Keenan Allen, you add another playmaker to that mix. I mean, a three-point spread. You guys would have won that. Um, Mike Williams, eight catches, 113 yards, one TD. Your young tight end, uh, Gerald Everett. Uh, where was he before, would you say, Broncos? He was on the, the Seahawks. He just came Seahawks, over. Okay. Yeah. yeah, younger guy too, right? Yes, this okay. uh, just finished up his rookie contract and we got him. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Six catches, 71 yards. And there you go, Austin Eckler is a multi uh, multi-weapon, really. Nine catches, five yards. That's huge. Defensive-wise, that's where I get super excited with you guys. It's Duran James. I mean, he did have six tackles. He's due for a pick or a sack each game, really. Uh, bet, one of the best young safeties in the NFL. I, I struggled to put... I struggled to put him out of the top five. I struggled to even put him out of the top three in the NFL. Uh, Sante Samuel Jr., he has good bloodlines. I love that. Joey Bosa, his name speaks for itself. Didn't have a sack, but... Uh, I mean, one of the best edge rushers in the game. Uh, and then you guys got uh, Kenneth Murray, young young linebacker. I really love him. And then obviously, Khalil Mack. You guys make it work as far as getting you know new playmakers, getting superstars. Khalil Mack is nothing short of it. One of the best pass rushers really to ever do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, holding Pat Mahomes to, as you mentioned, 19 points for the offense. They did have a pick six. Uh, you know, holding him to 235 yards, just two TDs, that in itself is an award. On their end, really no one exploded on the receiving core. You expected them to do, you know, a wide receiver by committee, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, five catches, 51 yards for Travis Kelsey. Justin Watts, Watson caught a big grab, but he really just had two catches, 50 yards. So, I mean, overall, it looks like, you know, Chiefs really shouldn't have won the game. The Chargers kind of played better from top to bottom. But that was our early game of the week. It was very exciting. We got to watch that uh, both at Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings. We are down for a sponsor. I would love that. I love their food. I love their appetizers. Uh, but then we also watched it here at the Beach House, so it was kind of nice. Uh, moving on to our next game here, <clears throat> we're going to deep dive the Patriots Steelers. <clears throat> we didn't really, I personally didn't watch this game uh, through and through, but we'll deep dive the stats real quickly for for you. We're going to also deep dive the Cowboy game, but these, these next upcoming games, they're just going to be, you know, brief overview. Mac Jones, what do you think about him? Yeah, he had the one nice pass. Uh, I saw the touchdown pass, and really, that's uh, that's it. He had the, a nice 250-yard touchdown and pick. It looked uh, pretty Mac Jones-esque. The I did I I appreciated the touchdown pass he had to Nelson Aguilar. It was nice up and over him. Um, really accurate. Only only place that uh, Nelson Aguilar could get to. But other than that, I think I think he's uh. Mackin and Duncan. So <laughs> and Duncan. You're gonna hear that a lot from us on a lot of things. Yeah, so So basically Chunkin and Duncan, Mackin and Duncan, anytime it's Duncan in the background, that just means that that you're uh, throwing short little gimme throws, you know. Um, it's uh what what's the normal term for that, you know? Dink and dunk. Dink and dunk. Yeah. But then you know 
Duncan is a lot better, you know? So yeah. he's Mac and Duncan. That's that's a Mac Jones for you. And, I mean, yeah, I feel like he doesn't throw that many deep passes, so the name kind of fits himself. But 252 yards, one interception, one touchdown, that really doesn't scream MVP status or, oh my gosh, some of you call him the replacement for the GOAT, and we both just laugh at that. We do. <laughs> Uh, but Nelson Aguilar, six catches, 110 yards, one TD. Got to give him props there. Jacoby Myers, I've been watching him since I was young. I feel like he's been in the NFL forever. Special teams are a guy, but really they're giving him the opportunity now. Nine catches, 95 yards, props to him. As far as interception, Jalen Mills got the interception for them. And that's pretty much about it. We got sacks. We got Matthew Juden. You expect that. Um, and then as far as... The Steelers are concerned. They're in a little bit more trouble. They came out with a victory week one, but week two, Mitch Trubisky showed his true self, right? Yep. Just a little uh, 21 of 33, 168 yards, which nothing, touchdown and a pick. Touchdown and a pick. Multiple sacks. It, this is, It's kind of sad watching Pittsburgh because their defense is so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just heartbreaking to watch their offense not be able to do really anything and uh it's it's kind of heartbreaking to watch them yeah and you pretty much know what you're gonna get with mitch but they're they're rolling the dice i also i wouldn't want to put my rookie quarterback in but at the same time if you know what you're gonna expect for the whole year why not just throw him in i guess i don't know i agree with that i'm not mixed on it but you don't know what kenny Pickett is gonna give you you know what mitch is gonna give you and you know what mason rudolph is gonna give you uh but as far as you know statistics Najee Harris had five catches, 40 yards. Deontay Johnson, six for 57. They do have Miles Jack, which I wish Cowboys would have got. Uh, he had he had a pretty good game as far as tackle-wise. Mika Fitzpatrick, one of the best safeties in the NFL, did have an interception on the night. But that's pretty much about it. 17-14, to 14, that game was really low scoring. Kind of boring to watch, honestly. Uh, but shout-out to my old roommate, Allie. Um, she's still probably crying uh, from that game because she's a diehard Steeler fan. Tried to convince her to go to the Cowboys, but she never did. So, uh, RIP to her tears. Uh, moving on to the Giants and the Panthers. I'm shocked and I'm very mad, but the Giants are 2-0, and and I'm very shocked on how the Panthers are 0-2. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 19, 14 for 29, 145 yards, and one TD. What are your thoughts on that, sir? Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh... I I I just I think the Carolina Panthers have great receiving talent with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and obviously Christian McCaffrey. So it's kind of shocking that he he's not able to get rid of the ball a little faster, able to develop some routes. But um, yeah, I'm I'm a little shocked with uh, maybe I thought Baker Mayfield was a little better than he than he is, but maybe the Browns did hype him up a little bit. So maybe maybe he's not who who I thought he was, which was a little bit above average quarterback. It looks now that he might be a, not just a little below, but below average. Uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked with that. I was actually gunning for Baker. I thought it would be a great opportunity in Carolina because you have Christian McCaffrey. You have, uh, as Sawyer mentioned, you got DJ Moore. You got Robbie Anderson. Um, I also like their, their younger tight end, uh, Stephen Sullivan, who didn't really do anything that game. He got one catch for 13 yards. But, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of blown away with how Baker's – Plane, and it's only a two-week sample size, so I'm the type to not, you know, overreact. But there is something to be said here. 
why. Like, Giants defense, I thought, wasn't that great either. Um, and they're, they're only putting up 16 points. That's You can't explain that for Baker Mayfield. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey did go off 15 c- carries for 102 yards. So that's really good. Uh, in regards to the Giants, which I hate talking about, but we'll briefly go over them. Daniel Jones does what Daniel Jones does. Far below average quarterback. All right, I'll be a little nice. He might be close to average. 22 of 34, 176 yards, 1 TD. I mean, that speaks below average to me. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 21 carries, 72 yards, 3.4 yards a carry. Not great. Average, if that. I mean, 3.4 is not the best. You'd, you'd expect more. The receiving core really just didn't ball out. To me, uh, Sterling Shepard... He had, he had the most catches for six catches, but 34 yards, that's it. Richie James, five catches, 51. And in regards to sack-wise, uh, Julian Love had a sack, and he had seven tackles. So, I mean, I'd say he's kind of the leading candidate for their defense right there in that game. But moving on, that was a low-scoring one. Giants won by three, 16-19. Next game would be... scoring one super fun to watch we were watching a little bit but then we turned over to other games so i didn't get to see all of it but i mean apparently it was a shootout and apparently joe flacco looked like the joe flacco of the baltimore ravens 307 yards four tds 26 of 44 what do you think about mr joe cool Mr. Joe Cool, he's coming for you, Zach Wilson. I, I think it's it's coming. Um, and against the Browns defense, that I you know I had in fantasy football, so I expect them to do a lot. But I guess they didn't do too much. They got me exactly zero points, so not too excited about that. I thought uh, Miles Garrett and the boys would would make Joe Flacco look like a 40 year old man, which he probably is somewhere around there. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's old. Uh, I I'm I'm happy about that. I do like Joe Flacco. I thought the Ravens did him dirty after leading them to a Super Bowl and, and winning it and looking like Joe Montana in the playoff run. But I, I'm glad to see he's probably going to have be a boom or bust player overall. He's going to have a good week. He had a bad week last week. Good week this week. I'm sure he's going to have a average to bad week next week. Um, can't expect too much from them at this age. That's yeah, crazy. definitely not. Definitely I mean, not. hey, props to them. They squeezed out a one-point victory. And they have Garrett Wilson at wide receiver. I love him. Eight catches, 102 yards, two touchdowns for the rookie wide receiver. Corey Davis caught a couple big passes, two catches, 83 yards, one TD. They have young Elijah Moore, three for 41. They have Tyler Conklin, most people have him as like a third-string tight end, but they're apparently starting him so and he's doing really good so shout out to him six catches 40 yards moving on to the browns did not expect them to put up 30 points either you're looking at jacoby Brissett. if he didn't have that interception i'd say pretty good game because it was 22 of 27 very accurate but only a little bit of chunk and dunk in my opinion for 229 yards so he did have that one interception one one touchdown so i think that's what you can kind of expect from jacoby Brissett till he Holds the door open for their one other quarterback that they have that they paid $250 million guaranteed to. Uh, Nick Chubb, 17, ca- 17 carries, 87 yards, 5.1 per carry, and three TDs. And then you add in Kareem Hunt. That's how they get their points. They run the ball. 
That's their formula for success. They squeezed out a loss. They almost won, but uh, that's pretty much how they're going to go about their offense, I believe. And then Amari Cooper broke my heart by mm. doing nine catches, 101 yards, one TD. I understand about the salary, but the Dallas Cowboys should have found a way to bring him back. I'm not going to go off on a tangent. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and then the Browns defense, as Sawyer alluded to, he did play me in fantasy uh, last week. He's still out tonight. Uh, but the Browns, they really did him dirty on the defense. Uh, you could expect them to normally do really well, and you would expect them to do well against a 40-year-old quarterback. That just didn't happen. Moving on to the Colts and the Jaguars. I would have expected a low-scoring game, and the Colts to maybe pull it off because you got Matt Ryan, right? But Matt Ryan is looking like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL this year. He had a slightly above 50% quarterback completion percentage. It was 16 of 30, 195 yards and three interceptions. What in the world is happening to Matt Ryan? Yeah, Matty Matty Ice needs to ice up his back. Like, uh, three interception. I see it on the QBR of six out of 100, so he... uh, that's just awful. That's 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 Maddie Grandma over there throwing, and, and uh, we know he's slow, so he, he's moving around slow too. But yeah, I, I was I was also thinking the same thing. Uh, they they didn't use Jonathan Taylor at all, which is uh, not something that they should do. Um, just nine, only nine carries for 54 yards, which is an, an amazing average, six yards carry. And yeah, give him more. And you know they were down. 20 you know the score is 24 to 0 but that's still it wasn't really until the last quarter that they started to pull away so it was a con- close contested game the whole whole way until that that last quarter so they should have been running it and it would have been closer Jonathan Taylor probably would have scored a few touchdowns if they kept right. using him so I think uh, they didn't use the best player and when you're not using the best player I think you're going to lose every time right I mean it, honestly I don't believe I mean you do have Michael Michael Pittman who was out, right? He's out, yeah. Yeah, he's injured. He's injured. I don't know his exact injury, but the point is, Matt Ryan doesn't have, like, amazing targets that really scream, you know, off the board to me. Um, So why not do the run game that Jonathan Taylor, one of the best running backs in the NFL, he's also my guy in fantasy, so really disappointing me. Thank you, Colts, for putting up a fat zero against the Jaguars. Now... The other, what some people call golden boy because of in college, the Goldilocks, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, he actually had a very good game. I mean, 25 of 30, only five incompletions, 235 yards, two TDs, zero interceptions. Overall, very good game uh, for from him. And then in regards to the running situation, you have James Robinson. James Robinson only averaging 2.8 yards a carry and one touchdown off of 23 carries. Wow. Not great, right? Yeah. They have uh, Travis Etenny. Uh, I watched him in college. I just can never pronounce his name. Only 2.2 yards a carry off of nine carries. Uh, moving on to the wide receivers, Christian Kirk. I don't believe he's a number one, but they paid him like it. Six catches, 78 yards, two TDs. Hey, he, he did pretty darn good, right? They stole Evan Ingram from the Giants, seven catches, 46 yards. And then rounding out as far as their defense, remember they had a pick party. They got the young Andre Sisco for safety, and he did he did come up with an interception. Devin Lloyd, very versatile linebacker, one interception. And Rashawn Jenkins, 
one interception. So it was a pick party in Jacksonville, Florida. Going to the other game of the week, we shall go to the next one up, which is the Dolphins and the Ravens. That's one that we watched a little bit. Sawyer's girlfriend is a diehard Miami fan. I'll let him take on this, but we do have a jingle. It's ba 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 Make big balls. <laughs> so, when, as we alluded to earlier, when, when a quarterback chunk and dunks, we say chunk and dunk. But this team, we just somehow came across this jingle. I don't even know how, because Mick McDaniels, so it's kind of like McDonald's. Shout out to McDonald's. We are welcoming sponsors at this time. And we will do a jingle for McDonald's. But as of right now, it's ba da ba 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 You know, and then I'm loving it. But for McDaniels, he made a huge play. It was like fourth and one, and he was just ballsy, you know? He just really sensed it. And Tyreek Hill is really all about the balls at, at this point right now. <laughs> he mentioned McDaniels has such big balls that he needs to carry around in a wheelbarrow, uh, something like that. And then he mentioned as far as Tua, Tua has big balls now, and he needs another wheelbarrow. So, especially after this game. So anyway, we do the ba-da-ba-ba-ba, make, make big, big balls. balls. And we do that now whenever Miami does something like that. Uh, definitely make big balls is a, a good saying. But anyway, with Tua, it was his coming out party. I would have never expected this from Tua. 469 yards. He threw for nice. 50 passes, completed 36 of them, and he only had two interceptions. What are your thoughts with Tua? Is this a one-game wonder, or is this... Hey, this is might be similar to who he is. I think, uh, given the talent on his team, this can be similar to who he is. Like, if you look down on the the stat sheet, it's uh, Tyreek Hill has 190 of those yards, and Jalen Waddle has 171. Those guys are going to be burners. You can only double one of them, and then the other one's going down the field. So if he can, um, if he can hold on to it and just just chuck it, he'll be able to do it. I. It's kind of upsetting because I, do, I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he just has has the, the, the teammates to make him look amazing. And he's on his work, rookie contract, so got to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think McBig Balls is, uh, has a good scheme. He had a great one in, in San Francisco. I do think there's a lot of similarities between Tua and, and Jimmy G about being just game managers, but having amazing teammates where – Jimmy G has it on the defensive side. Uh, Tua has it more in his his receiving core. So I think, um, obviously, six touchdowns, 450 yards isn't going to be normal. But I do I do expect it to um, look like this pretty regularly. An excellent game. With your two burners, I mean, yeah. Yeah, those guys are some of the best wide receivers in the league. They blessed Tua with a great wide receiving core, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to Tua's future, I mean, I feel like, yeah, just a chunk and dunk quarterback. I'm sorry, but that's just what I believe. And then moving on to the Ravens, we got 21 of 29, 318 yards and three TDs for Lamar Jackson. Hey, a lot of people are saying just pay the man because... Pay the man. Here's the thing. This next stats, it may still be shocking for you. I know he's the best rushing quarterback in the league, but I mean, I'm still shocked to see these numbers. When I look at it, I thought it was the running back. But it's Lamar Jackson, nine carries, 139, 119 yards rather, and one TD. He is their leading rusher. 
that's Lamar Jackson. And then as far as wide receiving core, Mark Andrews put up the best showing. Nine catches, 104 yards, one TD. You had Rashard Bateman as well, four catches, 108 yards, one TD. But big thing on Ravens defense, the reason why they were really in the game was the two interceptions from Marcus Williams and seven tackles. But besides that, they couldn't prevail, and they couldn't hold Tua for less than six touchdowns. That's, that's quite shocking, in my opinion. And then in regards to the next game we will tackle, it is... Nice. Saints and Buccaneers. We watched this game a little bit. It was actually really boring. Tom Brady uh, didn't look like the normal Tom Brady. 18 of 34, 190, 1 TD. I mean, is Tom showing father time or are we overreacting? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of father time. I think it's outside stress. Uh, yeah, I, I think the, the last two games he hasn't looked that great, and that's uh, mm-hmm. against your Cowboys and um, the yeah. Saints. Which, uh, Saints' defense isn't that great, in my opinion. Yeah, they, they let the Falcons score 30 points last week, and so if the, the Buccaneers might have the, the yeah one of the worst offensive in, in, in the league now, considering they can only score a few points a game. Yeah. And their defense was an amazing, and they still only could score 20 points a game, even though they had many turnovers. The defense had a touchdown, so it's really they only scored 13 points and only had one offensive touchdown which is 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 not great no and I think you kind of alluded to it there's some rumors swirling around that the wife is kind of giving him a a deadline in regards to you know coming back and she was a little bit upset how he did retire and then he came back and now there's reports I I read actually two days ago every Wednesday he's going to get off because he negotiated that this year so it's kind of his rest day you know his spa day so maybe spend time (laughs) with family but you kind of alluded to it, you know, the outside stressors. I feel like maybe the family situation might be getting into it, you know. And I, I was kind of worried about you on the last take on the Miami Dolphins. I was trying to, like, string it along a little bit because I didn't want you to talk too bad about Tua. I don't want Sawyer in the doghouse also. Just like <laughs> Tom Brady very might be in the doghouse. But anyway, back to the Buccaneers. At 24 carries, 65 yards, 2.7 yards a carry for Leonard Burnett. Not the best. Uh, they did have Mike Evans, who did have an ejection. I watched it. It was amazing. He liberated Marshawn Lattimore. Whether Marshawn was looking or not, I don't care. Mike Evans trucked him. And if you want to watch a cool replay, you got to watch that. Three catches, 61 yards, zero TDs for him. And in regards to defense, their main show, show out was Jamal Dean. He's been around the league for a little bit. Two interceptions. Mike Edwards had an interception as well. Moving on to the Saints, who only scored 10 points. Well, Jameis Winston. I was told he was having some back problems, some back spasms. I agree. I know what back spasms are like. He's a professional quarterback. I feel bad for him. But at the same time, he's getting above $20 million. They got some shots that are muscle relaxers. He can come out and play better. But he didn't. One TD, three interceptions, 25 of 40. I mean, Jameis, he either slings it or he dings it. And in this case, he dinged it. He got three interceptions. Mark Ingram, six yards a carry. I don't know how he's still in the league, but he is. Ten, ten carries of 60 yards. 
And then as far as wide receiver, Chris Olave had a big showing out. Five catches, 80 yards. Michael Thomas, six catches, 65 yards, and a TD. And in regards to defense, nobody got a pick on Brady, which is nice. Um, and we have a half a sack with Shy Tuttle. And we have a half a sack with David Anamate. I believe he used to be with the Giants. But pretty, pretty boring game. That's, uh, that's all we have for them. That's our recap for the Buccaneers and the Saints. Moving on to the next game, which was the Commanders and the Lions. Ended up being a good game. I got some more gray hair because I thought the Commanders would would uh, take this one, but the Lions ended up coming coming back and uh, beating the Commanders 36 to 27. Carson Wentz. What do you think about Carson Wentz now? Because 33 for 46, 337 yards, three TDs, one interception. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. He he did. Uh, I think he had a great game. Great uh, great touchdown interception ratio. But uh, it's all about those last last few minutes when the palms get sweaty. What is he gonna do? And he, um, you know, like he did, was against Jacksonville last year, just pooped the bed. And uh, he's a great regular season quarterback. But when push comes to shove, can he uh, can he come come through? And so far, we haven't seen it. I think he did play a great game, but he lost to the the Lions, and uh, which like. I, I was also happy for rooting for my boy. So the Cowboys are yeah. trying to get uh, first in the league besides yeah, besides the Giants and yeah. maybe the Eagles tonight. So we'll see what yeah. we'll see what happens. Go going for yeah, and stay tuned for the Eagle game. We'll we'll do a recap on that most mm-hmm. likely tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, you don't really expect Wentz to ball out like that, and he did. However, there is something to be said about eight. You couldn't close it, right? You're mm-hmm. 27 to 36. You should be able to close that game, but he wasn't able to. Seven catches, 78 yards, one TD, Curtis Samuel, and then you got Terry Scary, Mc- McLaren, and four catches, 75 yards. I'd love to have either of those guys. Then they had uh, Jahad Dotson, four catches, basically 60 yards, and a TD. Moving on to defense-wise, they did not intercept Jared Goff, which is kind of impressive. Or shocking, rather. <laughs> but, uh, Jared Goff tends to throw some interceptions. 20 for 34, not in love with that. 256 yards, not in love with that. But, man, four TDs, zero interceptions, sign me up there. He is the reason why they won that game, besides a couple big surprising runs from uh, their wide receiver who played running back for a couple plays, two carries, 68 yards. What do you think of Jared Goff's performance? I mean, four TDs, zero interceptions wasn't necessarily slinging the ball down the field but he was getting those touchdowns which mattered yeah i i do like i do think that uh, the rams did him dirty but i i'm happy so uh, i do want the lions to do well i think the 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 documentary they're doing right now is pretty funny i really like dan, dan campbell he dan seems like the man much. a man of the people so i can always root for those kind of roughneck guys so definitely rooting for them uh, Oh, St. Brown is incredible. Uh, he is so much fun to watch. Swift, too. I got him on my fantasy. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for uh, Williams to come back from injury. This team could be pretty dangerous. And, and like uh, so many teams, they're just meeting, they're just missing a, a quarterback to all put it together. But Jared Goff is an excellent bridge quarterback. I can see them going, you know, 500 for the year. And, and so far, they're... They're looking like that's what they're gonna be. Yeah, and they got they got the weapons for 500. I'd say that's that's really fair and realistic. You got the Bears in the division. I don't expect much from them. 
but really it boils down to the Packers and the Vikings versus the Lions, and I'm sorry, I don't I don't have the Lions ahead of the Packers or Vikings, even though Aaron Rodgers, and we'll get into that, but Aaron Rodgers isn't looking like the Aaron Rodgers of old, but I think we all need to, in his phrase, relax. Now, he does a lot of drugs, he even did <laughs> in the offseason, he does, but he does normally be relaxed, and he, he looks a little upset, though, in his games, just like Tom Brady. So I don't know what's happening, you know, outside of the life or maybe football. They're kind of mad. But maybe we just need to relax for the Packers. I don't know. But I still have them above the Lions. And I, th- I think Lions will finish third in the division. That's just my predictions. Uh, but moving on, in regards to the next game, we're going to do the Seahawks and the 49ers. Game that ended up being a blowout for the 49ers, I really wasn't interested in the game because I just knew it would be a low-scoring game. Now, the 49ers, they showed up, so they kind of surprised me. But Geno did what Geno does. Um, I can't believe people were hyping him up after a game where, what was it, 16-15 to 15 or 17-16 to 16 last week? Yeah, How ridiculous. How a quarterback when you, when you have that kind of game? And and he's mentioning, oh, he's taking notes of his haters and everything. You better keep taking the notes because it's going to continue. <laughs> it's really going to continue. Um, 24 of 30, that's good, you know, completion percentage-wise. But you're getting 197 yards and one interception. Chunk and dunk, that's a recipe for success if you want to be a good chunk and dunker. Uh, call up Geno Smith. But in regards to the rushing game, they didn't do anything there. Wide receiver, Tyler Lockett, I feel bad for him, and I feel bad for DK Metcalf, because, I mean, Tyler had a good game, nine catches, 107 yards, but that's really all you can expect when you have Geno Smith throwing to you. DK, I mean, you're not looking like Donkey Kong out there. You got four catches, 35 yards. I mean, that's very beatable. Donkey Kong actually exceeds everybody, so you're not looking like Donkey Kong. Uh, 49ers, that's the big news of the day. Trey mm-hmm. Lance starts out two for three. 30 yards, and we don't see him again. What happened with Trey Lance? Yeah, pretty bad, but broken ankle, carted off the field, looking like he's done for the season, which is really sad as as me and uh, Austin were talking a little bit before that he hasn't really played organized football in about three years. And so that that rust is going to keep growing. He doesn't have much uh, confidence. Uh, he, he, he still doesn't know if he can be an NFL quarterback. I, I know we, he's going to say all the right things, that he's ready mm-hmm. and all those things, but you really can't know until you put on the uniform. He, he still hasn't won a game. You know, he, he lost the, the game last week against the Bears mm-hmm. um, in, in horrible conditions, so can't really hold that against him, but he still hasn't won. So that's uh, – and coming back – behind Jimmy Garoppolo who's been to a Super Bowl championship games and and did what they did what they did dink and dunk and and won by 20 points so it, it's looking good but yeah I'm prayers definitely up for for Trey Lance and I hope he can uh, get back to the field next year yeah definitely prayers for him and his family and I just I pray for strength and uh, guidance through this injury that's that's a horrible injury you know Dak Dak went through a similar injury kind of last year, and you know, so many quarterbacks they go through lower leg injuries, and and it's it's a lot to come back with. Mm. So I just pray for healing with him. And you know, in my opinion, 49ers kind of did him dirty by making sure that Jimmy came back. Mm. You have Jimmy, you have him looking over the shoulder all the time and seeing Jimmy, who, as you mentioned, led them to a Super Bowl. That's hard to do. He got a lot of pressure there. Um, and 49er fans are already writing him off like. 
calm down. You know, Trey Lance is going to come back. I really hope he does well and he proves a lot of doubters wrong. Uh, a lot of people either love or hate him. I hear a lot of things about his mechanics. I haven't seen enough, but a lot of people complain about the mechanics of his throwing motion. But Jimmy, as you alluded to, chunk and dunk. Hey, some people chunk and dunk and they win. And, you know, <laughs> Jimmy's going to go chunky, chunky dunking. Uh, skinny dipping this weekend probably. Uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen his uh, his pedigree and uh, he's, he's captain of Chunk and Dunk. Um, but hey, he wins. That's all Jimmy G does. But in regards to rushing, uh, Jeffrey Wilson had a good game. 18 cat, 18 carries rather for 84 yards, 4.7 a carry. And then Debo Samuel, four for 53. That's just what he does, man. He's a versatile wide receiver, stat back, whatever you want to call him. Their rookie, Brandon Ayuk, five catches, 63 yards. Good game there. Debo hitting with five catches, 44 yards. Interception for Tavarius Ward for the 49ers and an interception for Tashawn Gibson as well. Moving on to the next game, we got the Texans and the Broncos. We really could just skip over this one, but we won't because I do like Davis Mills, even though he had a bad game. 19 for 38. 177 yards. What do you think about Davis Mills? Like, would you take the chance on him as a flyer for the Texans as a franchise quarterback? I would take the chance. Uh, the unfortunate truth is they're they're far away in every other position that at least they have something to build around. And I do believe Davis Mills is a quarterback you can build around. Yep. Um, but you know, got to keep him safe. Got to keep him healthy. And yep. uh, no offensive line. No offensive line. Not a big fan of their running backs. Yeah. Uh, not not a big fan of the wide receiving cores, even just looking through it right now. I mean, Brandon Cooks is the only one that pops off to me. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Davis Mills, I think, has a future. They just need to put the right pieces around him. Uh, but really, just overall boring game. We could skip the rest of them. But the uh, Broncos, I mean, I guess we'll lose to Russell Wilson because he's with Russell Wilson. But they're not riding really high. I know he says, let's ride. But one TD, one interception, 14 of 31, 219 yards. Russell Wilson is not looking so great in Denver, isn't he? Yeah, they're not they're not looking good whatsoever. He looks very uh, much like he did last year, so it's not even like a, he's yeah. struggling fluke. He he looked the same mm-hmm. averageness in Seattle, and he actually had some we- weapons there with DK and right. and Tyler Lockett and Rashard Penny. Right. Um, and here he has excellent uh, running backs with with Williams and Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, but the the receiving core doesn't look that great. Cortland Sutton did go off. Um, so I, I probably need to bite my tongue on that, but uh, they they don't have really uh, any any scoring. It's just uh, it's just yards, not many many touchdowns, yards yeah. and, and field goals. And uh, it makes you happy as a Charger fan. It does make me happy as a Chargers yeah. fan. I was worried. I thought we we're gonna have four elite teams, but now it just looks like after the Raiders are 0 and 2 and the Broncos. One and one, and uh, the one come against the Texans, and the loss come against the Seahawks. It's like uh, I'm pretty confident just to have to worry about the Chiefs. Um, But you guys, you guys got a promising season. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, And then in regards to the Bears and the Packers, seven for eleven, Justin Fields, seventy yards. I got to figure out why he didn't throw the ball more than eleven times. That's I feel like you know normally there would be an injury, but no other quarterbacks popped up. I didn't I didn't watch this game, um, but I mean I can't believe it. I mean only 11 passes. That's pretty bad. David Montgomery 
very good game for him. 15 carries, 122 yards, 8.1 yards carry. Beast. They should have gave the ball more to him, not just 15 times. Um, and then in regards to the Packers, we got Aaron Rodgers, who did win. Hey, he came out, he balled out against the Chicago Bears. In my opinion, that doesn't say much. But 19 for 25, 234 yards, two TDs, zero interceptions. That's not great. I mean, two TDs, zero interceptions, I'll take that any day. Any day. But 234 yards doesn't scream greatness. Uh, but what does scream greatness, 15 carries, 132 yards, 8.8 a carry, and one TD. Aaron, Rod- Aaron Jones, rather. Um, that was an impressive showing for him. And then finally, to round them out, three catches, 93 yards, Sammy Watkins. Looking pretty good in Green Bay. Now our last game. Drum roll, please. The Dallas Cowboys versus the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals. I was shocked. I actually missed the first maybe 10 minutes of the game because I was struggling to find the stream on it. I have NFL Sunday Ticket, which is how I'm able to recap a lot of these games. But I was struggling to find the other streaming network. And to be honest, I wasn't in a rush. I was like, we got Cooper Rush. We got a team that has very little weapons right now because we're depleted. Our offensive line is scary. Dak Prescott got hurt. And I'm just a sad, sad Cowboy fan. But then I remember, we have Cooper Rush, and he's going to lead us. No, he's not going to lead us. But <laughs> you know what? We're going to put a surrounding core around him, and we're going to try to win. 17-20. to 20, We won somehow. We made the final field goal at the end. Sawyer saw me jumping up and down. We were screaming. All of Melbourne could hear us. That was an impressive game. Somehow we pulled it out, and Cooper led a game-winning drive to a big field goal by Brett Maher. Amazing. But what I want to talk about more so is how the Cowboys are playing on defense. Mm. That is my only hope for the Cowboys. We shut down Tom Brady in week one, and we shut down a golden boy, uh, the cigar man, I like to call him because I always remember that picture with LSU puffing that cigar. Joe Burrow, he's everybody's golden boy. You actually are not the biggest fan of Joe Burrow, right? I'm not, no. Cocky, or is there something, his accuracy? What, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's a little uh, cocky, I, so I, I don't like that. Um, uh, he's in the same draft cat class as Justin Herbert, and people keep trying to compare the two, I think. Mm-hmm. I'd take Herbert 100 times out of 100. Ooh. So I think there's just a natural rivalry between the two, and, you know, the one time they, they faced each other, the Chargers smashed them, and that was last year when... You know, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, so right. that looks pretty exciting to me. But, yeah, I, I, I'm actually kind of worried for Joe Burrow. There, He looks like he's going to get killed out there on the field, yeah. so I, it turns my hatred to him to worry, and I don't know how that I yeah. feel about that. But, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's one of those things, I, uh, you know, it's like an ex-girlfriend. You, you don't want them to die but you don't want them to be around type well. thing like don't do well but you know i don't want you to get we try to work overly on this here yeah we you know uh, football players they break our hearts more absolutely than absolutely I mean, 24 24 of 36 that's pretty all right uh but 199 yards and one td oh man if you told me the cowboys would limit him to that i'd be happy and i am 19 of 57 for Joe Mixon. There were a couple runs where I was like screaming at my TV. So he had a couple bigger runs. Overall, he didn't do great. 
And then limiting uh, the Bengals, the biggest thing, in my opinion, five catches, 54 yards for Jamar mm. Chase. For most wide receivers that are like number two and number threes, they'd be okay with that number. Uh, Jamar Chase is a, I mean, not MVP, but like, I mean, people have him as like an offensive player of the year, and he mm. is that talented. One Absolutely. of the best wide receivers in the NFL. But, I mean, to hold, to be held to that, I'm told, uh, Trayvon Diggs, I think, held him to less than three catches of, like, 14 or 18 yards. That's really impressive. So, now, in regards to the Cowboys, though, as far as offensive-wise, 19 of 31, 235 yards, one TD, Cooper Rush. You've heard me evaluate all these other quarterbacks. Those numbers are not screaming good off the board, right? They're not jumping off the stat book. But if you put into perspective how the Cowboys need to play right now, you put into perspective the weapons and just Cooper Rush's type of game, that's a good game for how he plays. Another way of saying it, it's the chunk and dunk method. It really is. And that's what you're going to expect as a Cowboy fan right now watching these games. But Zeke Elliott, 15 carries, 53 yards, 3.5 yards carry, not great, right? Um... My thing is, he looked a lot better last week. He had more burst. This week, he did not. However, we did run the ball a little bit more with Tony Pollard. Nine carries, 43 yards, 4.8 yards of carry, and a touchdown. That screams potential to me. We need to get him the ball, not just in the run game and in the pass game. Speaking of the pass game, we did give the ball to him. Four catches, 55 yards. Hmm. I like that. We need even more. Get him on some screen plays as well. Seven catches, 75 yards. C.D. Lamb had a couple big grabs. But the big one today, and I love this because he holds a special place in my heart. He's worked his butt off. Noah Brown, five catches, 91 yards, one TD. I love it. Uh, Biggest thing is defense. We watched it, and Sawyer alluded to it. The Cowboys killed Joe Burrow Mm. with the sacks. I want to say it was seven. I can count it, but I'm bad at math. We got Vanderesh with one. Sorry, we'll be my count man. We got Parsons with two. Parsons has the most sacks, by the way, out of any NFL player in 17 games. I think he has 18. So he's averaging over a, barely over a sack a game. That's impressive at his young age. So again, we got Vanderesh one, Parsons two. We got Armstrong, Armstrong Jr., two sacks. And we got Dante Fowler Jr. one. We had six or seven. We're at six. Six. Could have sworn they had seven sacks uh, for for that game, but according to the stat sheet, we did not get seven. So we got six. Still very impressive. That's how we really won the game. Uh, no interceptions, but we were close on a couple. Really just shutting them down. But that's it for week two for our recap recap of the week. But we got a couple more games that we're super excited for. Uh, we got Josh Allen versus the Tennessee Titans. I think that'll be a great game. I'm not really excited to see Ryan Tannehill. But uh, Josh Allen, I hope he kills the Titans. But I hope Derrick Henry has a couple runover plays, which would be awesome. And the Vikings and the Eagles, everybody better be cheering for the Eagle for the Vikings, right? Ooh, wait, that Freudian slip right there. Yeah, right? No, no one cheer for the Eagles, please. Vikings. Quick take, who do you got? Bills versus Titans, who do you got? Vikings for Eagles. I do have the Bills smashing the Titans after yeah. what the Giants did to the Titans last week. And 
Derrick Henry still doesn't look 100% since the injury. Uh, I do think this is going to be a stiff arm fest from Josh Allen and Derrick Henry, so that'll be fun. And then Vikings over the Eagles. I think their offense looks amazing. Uh, Justin Jefferson looks like he's going to go off again. And uh, I don't like only running quarter, quarterbacks that I can't throw. I always go against. So uh, hurts, hurts. Yeah, we're hoping for an L for the Eagles. That would be really nice for the Cowboys. And we're and I agree. Uh, we're we're leaning toward Josh Allen. I'm like sort of. I really think Josh Allen is gonna obliterate the Tennessee Titans. That's it for today. Thank you, sports fans, for listening. I love you guys. We wouldn't be in the position that we are today without you. Please like and subscribe on all media platforms. We got Spotify. We got Instagram. We got Twitter. We also are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And thank you, Anchor, for today for allowing us to have your platform. That's it for today. Stay tuned. I'm going to also recap the Los Angeles Lakers moves tomorrow Hmm. and going to recap the games for tonight. And that will be on tomorrow as well. So we're going to do a double take. Tune in next week on Monday nights for our recaps of the Sunday games. That's it for today, everybody. Stay tuned.